With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ray and Tay Today. Talking sports with friends. Ella, just talk about sports. Here it is, y'all. We're on the air. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. We hope you had a Merry Christmas and you're spending some time with your friends and your family. And now it's time to spend some QT with Ray and Tay today. And I'm Ray Tall Rayside. And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor, and it's a Tuesday. Man, listen, we're talking some football, <clears throat> NFL 16, a rare look into what's happening. We'll talk about Friday, the bowl games, and, and, and NFL 17 for the NBA Christmas Day. Ray, start with the NFL, work our way back. Obviously, it was about the, the Eagles and the Steelers. Steelers haven't clinched anything, but they cut James Harrison. He just signs with the, with the New England Patriots. So I ask you this. Can we just Nick stop Foles, right there? How yeah, that, I know. It's so Bill Belichick. Oh, right. You know, it was a punch to my gut because that's what I want to say. I can see him sacking Ben in the AFC championship on a very clutch third and seven, clutch third and eight to end the game. And I'm, I'm just – I'm already nervous and scared. But should you be nervous and scared if you're an Eagles fan – number one seed, but not looking too good against a very disappointing Derek Carr, Jack Del Rio, Oakland Raiders team. So it just shows you how important starting quarterbacks are in the NFL because Nick Foles was a starting quarterback and about four years ago in Philly had that tremendous season, was almost an MVP, but maybe he was carried by his offense. Carson Wentz goes down and this team looks nothing like a number one seed. They are lucky to win the last two weeks. They can be beaten at home, and the fact that they have home field advantage almost doesn't matter. They've got a, a great defense, but, but that offense, the way it looked yesterday, they may not win their first-round game. Or, uh, no, obviously, the second round, right? The, yeah, divisional round. No, it's, it's very true. Um, look, let's start with the NFC playoffs. So what's fascinating before the show had started, you know, we do our research. I was baffled by such so many teams with such winning records. The Eagles at thirteen and two. You have Minnesota, the two seed, at twelve and three, and then Rams, Saints, and Panthers all at eleven and four. I don't remember a season where you had five teams with eleven plus wins going into the last week of the season. The Falcons, the current six seed, nine and six, and then of course the seventh seed, nine and six, the Seahawks. So Ray, what they did was no Sunday night football. 
And I kind of want your thoughts on that. But there's nine games with playoff implications in the afternoon for Week 17. We've never seen that. Fascinating. But are the Falcons in trouble having to play, play the Panthers next week? And what did you think happened with them against the Saints? The Falcons are in trouble, but I do think they'll pull it out. I think they have more to win and more to play for than the Carolina Panthers, and they're a Super Bowl-caliber team. So I think they're okay. Uh, at the end of the day, though, this NFC is anybody's to win. You could be the sixth seed and win it. You, we just said the number one seed doesn't really scare anybody now. So I look at these teams, and you look at you've got three quarterbacks that have zero playoff experience. You've got three teams that have you know been to the Super Bowl and done some, some serious damage. But really, if you played these games ten times, each team could win five. It really is that. I don't remember a season where it's that wide open. Because even the records, look at the records. Like you said, Philly is twelve and two. Uh, sorry, thirteen and two. They're a beatable thirteen and two, if that makes any sense. Well, right? now Vikings, because of no Carson, right, right, That's right, true. exactly. But right now, they're and the, the Vikings are twelve and three. The Rams. 11 and 4, but Jared Goff, second year quarterback, right? Vikings, well, Case Keenum. Wait, wait, let's stop right there, though. Even though he's a second year quarterback, they have two or three guys on the field that are, as I like to say, specialer potentially than anybody else's. And that might be Watkins, Gurley, and Donald. Right now, you throw the chips down going into week 17, I'd have to say Gurley over Brady, Wentz, AB, Le'Veon Bell, Big Ben. I would have to put my vote for Gurley as the MVP. If you were doing MVP, would you go Gurley? Could you imagine it being Brady? Is there anybody else? Like, it's, it almost seems like it's, if it's not Carson, it has to be Gurley, right? Well, look, a tie goes to the quarterback just because the quarterback's job is so much more difficult. And they're responsible for so much more action on the field. So there's a bias towards quarterback, and I'm okay with that. There should be, because their job is just uh, is layers and layers of, of uh, you know, complexity, as opposed right. to all the other skill position players that are basically, you know, react, read and react type of players. Not to say that they're not as dominant, not as important. So I got to think that if Brady wins out and they win home field, right, and they go 13-3, and three, I got to think that the nod might go to the quarterback. Um, like you said, Carson Wentz would have potentially taken votes away from Brady. Uh, but because he goes down, I don't think he will. Um, you know what? But Gurley's having a special year. He's having a Marshall Falk type of year where he won the MVP. He's having just a crazy yards from scrimmage, 19 oh, touchdowns, yeah. right? He might end up with 20, league 21, touchdowns, yeah. 22 touchdowns. So, and look, I think I, 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 we're a little overdosed on Brady, though, Ray. You got to believe that the voters. You're right. Are we might have the LeBron like, factor. We might yeah. have the LeBron factor. But you know. So what? let's look if at the I'm AFC going, though with the standings. Let's look at the AFC with the standings ahead. because you go hit ahead. it with the AFC. twelve and three. Both of those guys. How impressed though, Jacksonville, the first time ever, they're the third seed. They clinch it even in the loss, which Jimmy G and the Niners, Ray, four in a row. 10 and, 10 and 5. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. They're t- yeah, 10 and 5. Then the fourth seed, the Chiefs got it done, right? 9 and 6. Number 5, you have the Ravens at 9 and 6. 
And in number six, holding on for dear life, like I told you, they might lose the last two in a row. The Tennessee Titans are eight and seven. Do you think the Titans can beat Jacksonville to get in? Or are we looking at a shot for the Chargers and Bills who are right there at eight and seven at the seventh and eighth seed? Oof, you know what? They're not playing good football, right? No, no, no. None of these teams are because each of these teams had a chance to win it, and they didn't. They didn't take advantage of it. And, you know, I'm so surprised that Baltimore is going to take one of those playoff spots, right? How and they're dangerous. That? You know, once they get in there, they're dangerous, right? That's the one thing you do know, and, and, and that defense shows up, and if they can run the ball, you know that Flacco still has a big arm, and he's been clutch before, and he's beaten the Goliath before. Uh, but in terms of that last seed, you know, I thought the Chargers would win the division, frankly, and um, I, give, I give KC credit. It's hard to turn around the ship when it's going in the wrong direction, but they did, and they went, well, like we said, they went back to basics. They got Kareem Hunt their playmaker and Tyreek Hill, the ball. And they let Alex Smith open it up a little bit. The defense started making plays. So I think the Chargers, that's my team still to look out for. It's these Tennessee Titans. So you think the Jaguars will beat the Titans next week and then the Chargers sneak yep. in? Yeah. Did the Chiefs right the ship, Ray? Because I kind of feel like, if I'm being honest, look, Andy Reid, Santa Claus, you know, what, two, three weeks ago, he turned over the offensive uh, play calling to the O.C., Kareem Hunt seems like he got his rookie legs back, and Kelsey and Hill can be dominant. Smith is doing okay. The Chiefs at the fourth seed, um, what, forward play five? Them and the Ravens, that could be a nasty first-round game in the wildcard weekend where the winner could still make it all the way through and win in New England or Pittsburgh because both of those teams have won in New England before. But I don't think these teams as constituted will do that. So have they turned it around? Not really. I think they are who we thought they were. They're a decent regular season team. At times they show signs of promise and signs of excitement for their fans. But at the end of the day, look, they can beat Baltimore, but I don't think they can win a second-round game, either team, uh, frankly. I, I just don't look at their roster and I don't look at their composition this year and see either of them moving past that first round. So I'll ask you this before we sneak to the NBA. And obviously on Friday, we'll do all the bowl games, you know, even the Friday night game, Ohio state, USC Saturday is Miami, Wisconsin. And then the new year's games, the the semifinals, but there are rumors and they just got brought out that it's not true that Arians and the Cardinals were going to separate ways. But we know the Bengals, the Giants are definitely going their separate ways. Maybe the Colts and the, um, the well, yeah, maybe the Colts and the Lions, right? We have Giants and Bengals. Do you think Caldwell not challenging that third and 18 or 28 or whatever it was and losing the way they did, do you think Caldwell could get the hook? And are you concerned about Jason Garrett, even though your boy Jerry Jones said he's fine? He really shouldn't be fine. But as a Cowboy fan, what are your thoughts on that? And also Bill O'Brien. Because, you know, I said I, it's 6.8 coaches a year for Pink Monday, as we like to call it. It'll be Pink Monday this year or Tuesday or yeah, Monday. But I feel like it's going to be 8 to 10. 
And I hope Bill O'Brien doesn't get fired, but I think Jack Del Rio could go. I think Jason Garrett should go. And I think it'd be a shame if Caldwell goes, but that was a bad loss, Ray. You can't lose at Cincinnati. So six, seven, eight, it's all reasonable that that would be the head head count. I don't know if it'll be nine or 10. I think that's, that just seems too much. We'd have to go team by team and we will on Monday, next Monday. But at the end of the day, I think that Jason Garrett probably gets another chance. For some reason, Jerry Jones loves this guy. And there's always the built-in excuse with uh, um, Zeke Elliott going down and Tyron Smith going down. So Does Jason Garrett and, and have course, pictures on him, right? Does he have pictures? Like, aren't you kind of baffled? Well, been a long he did tenure. go 13-3 and three last year. Yeah, look, to me, I didn't, I, he was an offensive genius when he was 35 years old. And then he took over and didn't do much as the offensive play caller. And then somehow inherited a team and is able to ride it for a decade, had three straight eight and eight seasons, and nobody said boo about it. So, Ray, 21 to 12, you don't give Zeke on the goal line. The play calling was suspect. What happened? Why did you guys lose that game? Well, he doesn't call plays anymore. But at the end of the day, for some reason, Jerry Jones likes him. And I think that this season has the built-in excuse of not having the stars, right? And, and Sean Lee on defense, that guy can't stay healthy. So I think he stays, actually. Um, Caldwell, they might give him one more chance. But the reason to get rid of Caldwell would be if you think that you've Sarah got – Sarah Austin, if you want to keep him before he gets maybe, the job. Yeah. Maybe. But you also, you also could say, look, we're in Stafford's prime. And we don't want to shake it up too much. We just want to see Stafford go – uh, you know, give us one last shot. He's probably got three, four more years. Maybe they promote time. the OC, Jim Bob Cooter. <laughs> you know? Maybe, maybe, maybe. Do you think Del Rio stays? Even though he just got a four-year extension, this was a rough season for Derek Carr and the Raiders. Second highest quarterback. for The two biggest paid quarterbacks, and then throwing Kirk Cousins, all three of them aren't making the playoffs. What does that say? So, I hate to say this, but uh, Jack Del Rio will be a lame duck coach next year. They'll, he'll be that last year in Oakland. He's from the Bay Area, so they'll basically have him fall on the sword. And then when they move to Vegas, they'll start with a new team, a new coach, a new stadium, a new everything. So I don't think they'll bring somebody in right now. They'll wait till next year. Yeah, Ray, I got to tell you, this has been – look, you and I have been watching the NFL for a long time. And I think if we're both honest, this has been the most bizarre season that we can remember maybe ever, if not in unteen years, from all the star players. We've had a ton of injuries in the league, but never the star caliber players that we've had this season. And then the teams that we thought were going to be like super good, you know, to kind of fall on their faces like the Raiders, the Cowboys, the Texans, some of injuries. And some not injuries, right? The Raiders, it wasn't really injuries. It was really bad play. Um, let's leave the NFL at this. Do the Broncos at one year, because that was another bad loss on Sunday, did the Broncos in one year fire their coach? I don't think so. I don't think you could fire a coach after one year, especially when your quarterback is uh, Trevor Simeon and Brock Osweiler. And even your running backs between Booker and C.J. Anderson, the jury's still out if any of those guys are really number ones. 
So I think you got to give him another year. Yeah, and maybe Jay Gruden, if he gets let go in Washington, they're saying he could go to Cincinnati. So the NBA was fascinating. The Sixers got their W, right? Then you had – Trust the process. Trust the process, right? We'll go back to that. So Sixers, the winners, right? So Sixers, Warriors, Wizards, Thunder, and Timberwolves. Which team out of the five games impressed you the most on Christmas Day, Ray? Look, the Golden State Warriors are who we thought they were. They're great. Mm -hmm. And even without two-time MVP Steph Curry, they still win. That game was at home. Uh, Let's see on January 15th. Let's see if January 15th, right, if the Cavs can beat them in Cleveland. But you know what? Who cares? Let's watch them in June, and, and, and that's when it really matters. You know, I think this Timberwolves team might be turning the corner. They might finally be that young Studly team that knows how to start winning season. games. Right. Granted, it was against the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, it was against the Lakers, but you know what? You got to win these games. You got to win these nationally televised games. Where now ball was out, and I get all that, but but these are the this is the mark of a champion, right? You got to get up for these games. You got to get up. You got to play these tough games on the road. These nationally televised games on the road. And these are the you, you just got to churn out wins, especially in that Western Conference where it's going to be hard to get 50, 52, 53 wins or whatever it takes to be, you know, to have a home court advantage in the first round. So I like the Timberwolves. I love the Timberwolves, actually. And, uh, you know, where they're going, they're, they, they play D. They got a tough, grinded out head coach. Jimmy Butler was this guy over in uh, Chicago, brought him over to Minnesota. So I like the Timberwolves. Um, I would definitely agree, but I, I'd have to give my chips to OKC just because they've been trying to figure things out. And I kind of feel like right now um, at the 60, 19 and what, 15, they have a nice win. Uh, your boy Russ, you know, they were going back and forth most of the game, but Russ gives you the, you know, the 31 and six and like 11 or whatever. I feel like they were playing, you know, cutesy with each other. Everybody lets, you know, kumbaya, everybody shoots at 17 shots a game. And now I think it needs to be, and it should be, where Russ is shooting it more like 20, 21, 22, maybe Paul George at 17, Melo at 15, 14, you know what I mean? And I think it, Russ needs to be the alpha dog because it's his team and he's the MVP, but he's also the best. He's the best of the three guys, and that's okay. Well, not only is he the best, but he's the only one really that makes other people better. Paul George doesn't make people better, and Carmelo even makes people worse because they stand around and look at him. So, you know, at the end of the day, Russell Westbrook is the only one that has a chance of those three to be to play through him, you know, and be a leader. Uh, so he's definitely got to – you know, it, it all comes down to me to Carmelo accepting his catch and shoot role and becoming right. a glorified role player. And if he does that, and he does that, uh, you know, taking one for the team, then I think everybody else will fall in line. Paul George is not going to be there next year, so for him, it's just a, a, a one and done probably. So we'll see. You know, we'll see. But but yeah, this team finally looks like they've turned it around. And we got to give the Sixers some love, right? I think. Um, when Ben Simmons didn't have a great game, to see J.J. Redick and Embiid play the way they did, 
Um, this Philly team is, you know, maybe uh, one more real shooter away from being dangerous. Obviously, they're not in the playoffs. The Knicks still have the eighth seed right now. But I feel like we've got some giant talents in the NBA right now, and the Sixers and the Knicks have two or three of them themselves. We spoke off air, and that Eastern Conference all-star roster could be, like, absurd, ridiculous when you're talking about Kyrie, Wall, Simmons, Embiid, Porzingis, LeBron, you know what I mean? Like, that's, uh, wow, it's going to be fun, except this year they're, you know, switching it up where it's like two captains and then everybody just picks. And they decide not to televise that, which I think is cheating the fans out. But anyway, were you surprised that the Knicks, um, you know, couldn't get it done at home? Or is it just they're, you know, having having their uh, – they're trying to figure out how to win even at home still? Well, the Knicks are awful on the road, so they only can win at home. Yeah. But here's the deal. And they got a ton of road games coming up. Philly's a better team. They're more talented. They have their best player. We'll put it like this. Their top two or three players are better than the Knicks' top two or three players. So Philly's the better team. You could argue Philly's overachieving – sorry, underachieving. The Knicks are overachieving. But when it all plays out, I think Philly will be in the playoffs. Knicks will be out of the playoffs. So Knicks are trying to figure it out. Knicks have a, you know, I don't want to say superstar, but a star in Porzingis and basically a bunch of role players. And the Sixers have two to three stars, right? Embiid and Simmons do it differently. Uh, and then who knows what this kid Markel Falls will, will do in the long run. But at least they got two anchors of that team. And then if Dario Saric can, can you know, contribute – then these guys look like, like you said, uh, you know, missing a shooter. But, but they're, they're a team that I'd love to be. They're the T-Wolves of two years ago, right? So yeah. if they get their Jimmy Butler, right? So I don't know if Paul George goes over there or if LeBron or somebody goes over there, then they could easily be in the playoff championship talk. So, Ray, we'll leave everybody on this note just to wet the whistle because Friday's all about the, you know, we'll talk, you know, NFL and college football. Villanova is number one. You've got Texas A&M and, and, and um, <clears throat> your boys, um, at my boys, Arizona State led by Bobby Hurley, still undefeated, right? Three teams, top three. Tonight. Right, and then Duke number four, same, right. same four. Right, <clears throat> Duke number four, definitely. But college football tonight. Could be Kansas State at UCLA, getting ready to start soon. Josh Rosen, potential number one pick to the Browns. Tim or Darnold, maybe. And the legend, Bill Snyder, Kansas State. You think this is his last game? And Rosen, do you think he plays? And is he a top two pick in the NFL draft? Yeah, I think Snyder's done. He was done before. They brought him back. I Ooh, think it's time. Yeah. It's time Bill Snyder, you know, passed the torch. As for Josh Rosen, I have a sneaky feeling that these quarterbacks are not as good as we want them to be. We want that, you know, every year we want it to be Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota. And, you know, the two top two quarterbacks, we want them to be sure things. But I don't know if I like Rosen or Darnold um, as NFL quality, you know, top two or three guys. So he may be, but I, I just don't think he is. I'm looking at him. I'm, I'm checking him out. 
And I, yeah, I, I want to see it. I want to see him. Allen looked good for Wyoming. I'll tell you that. Allen looked like a stud. I did watch some of that. Yeah, I mean, he he might be the Carson Wentz of this draft, right? Wyoming quarterback. Good call. Kid. Who knows? Well, either way, we will be back on Friday. Get you ready for New Year's Eve on what Sunday night, ready for the NFL Week 17 in college football. So stay warm, enjoy the family, you know, and all that good stuff. Ray, did you, did you, I heard there was rumors on the street you were in Brooklyn with the Globetrotters. How was it? I did see the Globetrotters. We took the kids to the Barclays Center. The one thing I will say, the Barclays Center was empty. You can't really be playing the Globetrotters uh, in a pro basketball arena because there was a few thousand people there. I don't know, 5,000, 7,000, but uh, it looked empty. Because because they're yeah, playing, you know, they're not filling up the house. Well, they sold they out really when I was in a couple of years back in the in, in the Suns oh, arena. Really? They should have played at a college arena. I feel like it would have been it would have been cozier. You know what I mean? But they still give you a good show, though, right? It was entertaining. They do, and the kids love it. And you know what? It's fun. All about these the guys kids. are athletes. These oh, guys yeah. are athletes and entertainers. I mean, there's some good ballers out there. Okay. Well. We end on a good family note, and we hope you guys have a great holiday vacation with the kids. We'll talk to you on Friday. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.